it was just, and it took everything in me to like push through my day and put all of those things that have just happened aside and really try to like be present with my clients and not just absolutely meltdowns. Welcome to the Messy Hairstylist Podcast. I'm Kelsey Morris. And I'm Abby Warther. Whether you are a mess literally or figuratively, we are here to help you take imperfect action to find your success as a hairstylist. Okay, so I want to start today's episode with a little story. And then I think once I tell the story, we'll understand where I'm going with this topic. Got it. Okay. okay. I'm ready for some stories. Story time with Kelsey. Love story it. time ready? with Kelsey. Let's go. Okay. This, once upon a time, there was a mom who also owned a business and also worked at the chair doing hair. She also has three kids and they're very busy and they're wild and there's a lot going on. So yesterday morning, I wake up and I'm thinking, you know what? Today's going to be a great day. I can, I'm, I have a massively booked schedule. It's going to be a wonderful day. Everything's going to go great. And the first thing that hits me is my son in the door. And he's like, I don't feel good. I'm like, okay, like what, what kind of not feel good? He's like, oh, my stomach hurts. I'm like, all right, so you're not going to school today. Go back to bed. I'm like, fine. It's fine. He's that's it's okay. We can deal with this. The next thing that comes in is a text message and it's from Chris. And it says, your car is leaking oil. There's oil all over the driveway. I'm like, perfect. That's, that's fine. Right. Okay. All right. We can do check, check, check. We're down to two. And then I try to wake up Claire and Claire's like, my eye hurts. Okay. Mm -hmm. Her eye, her eye. I'm like, what's wrong with your eye? Right. She can't even open her eye. So like, so I'm sitting here trying to get her ready for to school, but she can't go to school because she can't open her eye and it's creating this whole issue. And I'm like, it's fine. The nanny's going to be here soon. Like she can handle both the big kids now that are going to be home from school and the baby. And I'm like, okay, we can deal with this. And then the nanny calls in sick. I'm like, oh my gosh. Awesome. So now <laughs> I'm starting at work in an hour. I've got two big kids homesick, the baby just running around who doesn't want me to set her down all day. And I'm like, okay, all right. So I'm starting to like try to figure out other arrangements for the kids for the day. And then comes the call from the salon and it's like, um, the heat's not working. Oh no, you're kidding me. No, I'm not. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Okay. Okay. So did you turn the furnace off? And yes, it's, it won't even turn on. I'm like, all right, great. All right. I'm going to add that to my list today. And now I need to call about the furnace. Why that's not working. So finally I make arrangements. I get the kids where they need to like, what needs to happen with them. I walk out to my car. My back tire has a nail in it and it's what? <laughs> Kelsey. No. No. Yes. You can't true. even. Oh my gosh. You can't this make it up. All yesterday. That no, was all before it. 10 o'clock in the morning. It was like the the most massive influx of drama. And I'm just like, no. in that moment, you know the feeling. It's like you just want to like cry. Like you want to grow in the towel and, and say, I quit today. I'm done. Like I, I want to quit go everything. Home. Yes. Get under the covers. Be done. Yes. Yeah. So it's like, what are my options here? Oh so, my gosh. And you have a full book waiting for you. Oh, yes. So it's not and like you I can am. just take care of everything. You have no. to go now, work all Now, day. you have to go now to work. Yeah. It's not like a OG. And so I'm sitting here, I'm like, okay, so I have a flat tire, can't drive on it. I've got uh, two people scheduled in 30 minutes. And like, wh- what am I supposed to do? You know, and I, yesterday was a really busy day for me. I had an assistant, I had 
I think seven colors in five hours. It was not an easy day. And so I'm trying to strategically put people in places. And so I ended up taking an Uber to work and it was, um, you know, figured it out and dealt with a car this morning. So it's all fine. But I walk in the door. Did you get to work on time or are you a little late? I was 15 minutes late, which is shocking that I was not that much more late. Um, and my, and I text my first client, explain what was happening. And, and like, I walk in and did you list off the bullet points of every, I did not, (laughs) I didn't list them all off because I thought it was almost unbelievable that this is what my morning was. So I walk in the salon and it's 62 degrees. It's freezing. And I'm like, okay. So the first thing I go into action mode, I found every space heater that we have. I set Mm -hmm. them out. I'm like, all right, you can do this. Like you can do this day. It's going to be fine. And then I walk up to my client. I'm like, hi, I am so sorry. And she just looks at me like dead in the face. And I was like, are you even awake today? And I was like, oh, actually, my gosh, <gasps> I am. I am awake. I am what? not feeling great right now. But so it was just and it took everything in me to like push through my day and put all of those things that have just happened aside and really try to like be present with my clients and not just absolutely melt down. So today's topic is all about navigating mm. how we can separate our personal life with our work life and how we can push away those feelings and really like engage with our clients and not get, I don't know, frustrated or upset when they notice but then also to have as little impact on them as possible. Oh my gosh, such an interesting topic. So interesting. And here's why I think it's interesting because um, first of all, one of the things that uh, in the last few years, you start to like, okay, when we were growing up in the industry, it was always leave your problems at the door, Mm -hmm. right? Put on a face, do your job, be the professional that you are, you got to leave it at the door. But I feel like in the last couple of years, that is becoming a phrase that is being labeled as a toxic salon owner when they say Mm. that, or that's toxic. um, You know, that's not good for you to say, you just have to leave your problems at the door, no matter what's going on. So I do think this is an interesting topic because that's a big question mark for me. When is it, when do you have to say, okay, I have to draw the line and leave the problems at the door and just put on the face and suck it up for the day? And when do you throw in the towel and you say, you know what, this is real life and I'm going to be open and honest with my clients. Maybe I am going to have a bad day. I think it's really, really interesting. So do you feel like as you got through your day yesterday that you were able to like, like how did the rest of your day go for you? Was it just like, yeah, actually. You know? So it sounds, I mean, I'm one of the lucky few. I mean, we're the lucky few that when we go into work, that it's almost like it makes me feel better. It's like, okay, you know, yeah. this is, I'm happy at work. And maybe it's because it was like one of the few things like I could control yesterday where it was like, okay, I know. I, once you got caught up, right. Once I got caught up, I can do yeah. hair. I can do hair like a beast. I can yeah. control this, you know, and yeah, but I still re- you have everything that's going on, stressing you out and you're thinking about it and you're probably managing it while you're putting on yes. the face and, and controlling the hair. But like you have to act like nothing's happening. Yes. When, uh, everything is still happening. That's hard. Yeah. No, it was really hard. And, you know, like the, the furnace people are calling me and I'm yeah. like trying to take those calls. And then on top of that, I'm like trying to figure out how to get my tire fixed. So yeah, it was, it was, it was a lot. And I think it's hard to balance that 
when do you tell your clients, like, Mm -hmm. I'm actually just having a bad day and these are some of the things that have happened? And when do you just like put on that therapist face that we always do where it's like, I might be having problems, but yours are more important. And I I know in our industry with it being like such a service-related industry that our guest experience is one of the most important things. And so, I mean, for most scenarios, I'm able to like just block it all out and pretend like everything's fine. I'm just happy Mm -hmm. to be here. And to the point where sometimes, you know, huge things can be going on. People will have no idea that like I'm, I'm struggling, but you know, I, I also have this other side of me. That's like, it is okay to be human. Like we need to give ourselves the ability to be human and say, Hey, like, I'm just having an off day. Just so you know, it's got, it has nothing to do with you. It's just some personal stuff, like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And sometimes, you know, I I do have the clients that will, will be like, well, tell me what's going on. Let's talk about it. And that's kind of nice because mm-hmm. really, if you have a good relationship with your clients and you can almost like, you know, you, you, they're there for you too. And it's right. a nice feeling. Depending on the clients. Yes. Right. I think that that is, it is a hard one because there are, I get a lot of, a lot of times over the years, I have new clients that are like, oh my gosh, I love my stylist. She's the sweetest girl, but I just had to leave because every single time I came in, there was some sort of drama, some sort Mm -hmm. of something happening. And when that's like the norm, you know, that, that is detrimental to your business. But there are those times where you're having a day like you had that it's like, this is a human being moment. So how do we differentiate between oversharing, over-venting, you know, over-dramatizing our life with a client and just being a human moment? And I, it's interesting because throughout my entire career, I was um, hardcore leave it at the door, no matter what, whether I felt sick, whether I was having stuff going on or anything. And um, I did that very, very well. But like, that's not always a good thing. And mm-hmm. it was of my own doing. It was just my own personal uh, standard was to make sure that my clients, that, that that guest experience was everything. And it was all about them and nothing about me and what I was going through. And so I have, and I still, um, I still do it to this day. Um, but I do, I am, like you said earlier, like, when is it okay to say, I'm having a tough day today or something. And so the reason why over the last probably just two years, I've actually started to be more open and vulnerable with my clients. And be and because these are really great clients of mine, I've I have great relationships with them. And um, but it's still professional relationship right, at right. the same time. I think- also, you probably established that relationship with them. Yes, this so is a brand new client. Right. After being with them for a long time, you've years, established more than a relationship. Years. It's a friendship. Yes. It almost becomes a friendship. And I actually think that they like getting to know you. They like yeah. to be able to relate to you. So yes. you know, I've heard people be like, oh, we just thought you were superhuman. Like, yes. how do you do X, Y, and Z and blah, blah, blah. And like, we just thought you were superhuman. And I'm like, oh, no, no, no. Let me tell you about this. And mm-hmm. I think, I think you know, I've had clients who have sat in a chair with me and cried about what's going on in their personal life. And I maybe wouldn't have been one of the only few people who have listened to them and really just like yeah. given them love and support. And we so- We do that a lot as hairstyles, but we never- we Yeah. We never do the same to them because our feelings are that we should be 
giving them the best experience. We need to be professional, but you know, there have been those couple clients who I know who have sat in the chair and cried with me. And, you know, as I've been going through stuff, like I have done the same with them. And it is like, they are the first ones to like, just embrace me in the biggest hug and then send Mm -hmm. me a text message the next day and just be like, just so glad you opened up with me. And I'm thinking about you and praying for you. And, um, I just feel like it makes them feel even closer to you. Yes. Now, I would like to preface all of that with these are clients I have done for 10 years. These are people yeah. I've built a relationship with. So as we talk about this topic and we're trying to understand, like, when do you have these human moments with clients? This is not me saying that if you are a new a new stylist and you're trying to build your book and you're seeing a client for the first or second time that you should be complaining about, and I don't want to use the word complaining, but maybe just talking about all the things Or just in talking life. about yourself constantly. Talking yeah. Talking about- yourself, your person that you're in a relationship with, just your kids, your, you know, and never asking questions about the client. Yes, exactly. I think that is the easiest way, the very easiest way for me to give advice about this topic is that if you don't know about that client, if you don't know Mm -hmm. how many kids they have, what Mm -hmm. they do for a living, yes, where their favorite vacation spot is, what they like to eat for lunch, then you probably shouldn't be talking about anything about yourself until you learn all those things because yes. you haven't built in a relationship with them yet. Exactly. I That is great advice. If you don't, I love that. I was going to say that too. Like if you don't know how many kids they have and what they do for work and things like that, that because that actually those are good things to know when you're giving them hair. That's knowing their lifestyle and knowing like what's their maintenance like, what's their what's their schedule like. So um, I absolutely love that. So um, yours, you know, up until the last couple of years, uh, me being that person that always left everything at the door, um, what that did is I actually don't think that's healthy to always do it uh, Mm -hmm. no matter what, because what that did to me was actually very detrimental to me physically and mentally. Um, when you think about that, when you think about, okay, literally, no matter what is going on with me, I'm going to leave it at the door and then put on a happy, smiley face. Um, think about the energy that that takes from you Yeah, to do so. so that so is much. such a, phys- physically, that's difficult. If you are having a really, whether it's a mental um, health struggle that day or a physical health struggle that day. And you're still showing up and acting like you are like on your A game and doing great and happy and smiling and, you know, being your normal self. Um, that is absolutely draining. And the second you get done, you're going to crash right. completely. Mm-hmm. And then, and I've been there many, many years and it's hard. It's hard to show up every day like that when you're not we have to let ourselves be a little more authentic, even on our bad days, because maybe, and I think this was my fear, showing up perfectly every day, no matter what, was actually more of a fear and a um, a lack of, um, what's my word? I didn't have lack of confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. That's what that comes down to. Yeah. And it's like your clients are still going to appreciate to have their hair done by you and love you, even if you aren't Miss Perfect, you know, but that's after all those years of building up those relationships with those right. people. Yeah. Would you agree that there is also a way to be more authentic and also have these raw emotions, but still be professional? 
Yes. Yes. But I do think that you have to build the relationships first. Right. Agree. It's hard. It's very difficult. It is. It's a, it's such a balance. I know we have talked about in the past about, you know, you said talk, like when you're just talking about yourself and we've both talked about different people in the service industry that we've had, like I talked about a lash artist and you talked about someone else who just did not stop talking the entire time about themselves. It's like, yes, it's almost like they, in those situations, it was, I felt like they, they didn't know how to have uncomfortable silence. Yes. Like, yeah. Yes. And so, yeah, I'm like, black, you stop talking, but no, conversation is sometimes the best conversation. Correct. And, yes. and I will say that some, you know, I've a few times when I've just had been an absolutely terrible day. I, if, and if I'm more quiet than normal, I'm just like, just letting you know, I'm having a day. It's just been, yeah. a, it's, been a, it's been a hard one. So if I'm a little more quiet than usual, just letting you, it's not you, it's just what's going on in my personal life. But tell me about yours. When yes. is your next vacation? Sometimes I love it when they just talk and I can just be quiet, quiet and work. And there's nothing wrong with saying like, Hey, just so you know, like, okay, for example, when say you're a new mom and you're back to work, but you still have a newborn basically that isn't sleeping. And I mean, I had this plenty, you know, three kids in and you're just so tired because you didn't sleep the night before. You can just say, um, you know what, just so you know, I might be a little more quiet today because the baby was up a ton last night. So I just want to make sure I can focus on your hair, but tell me about blah, blah, blah. Right. So throw in there, like, I might be quiet. I might be this. I might be that because I just want to focus on what I'm doing. Have you ever noticed if you say that, if you give them that, then they're like, actually, I just want to sit here in silence. And I'm like, yes, you and me both sister. Like, it's almost like they feel like they have to talk to. And if you give them that little bit of an out, they're like, oh, no, no, no. I'm just going to, I'm going to zone out. So there's some some clients who I can't wait to talk with. And then there's some, I can tell that they're a quiet person. And it's, so it's nice to have a little bit of both in your chair, you know, right. To be like, okay, this is one I can just like chill out. I actually just saw, uh, this TikTok. I don't remember what it was about exactly, but the premise of it was how clients don't want to people, not clients. They want, they don't love to come into the hair salon because it's exhausting to keep up the idle chit chat. Oh, I yes. mean, and, but the, I, that, that was from a client uh, perspective, not the hairstylist. So it's like, I can totally see that. Yeah. That's, I think that is exhausting. I used to have a nail tech once and I, I don't, this was years ago. I don't go to her anymore. It was very like, we ne- didn't ever click on anything. And she just, she was so sweet. We just didn't click on anything, you know? And so it was just idle chit chat about the weather, about the, this for, you know, an hour. And it's like, and so even if I was having a day of being like, blah, getting my nails done, I didn't want to chit chat and it was exhausting. So clients feel like that too. They yeah, might be they having do. a bad day. They might be having a day. And it's, yeah, I agree. I agree. I, you know what? I never even thought about it that way. Mm-hmm. Like they might be having a bad day too. But, and so well, it, the thing is, is you probably don't think about it because you naturally read their energy. Right. That's what I was they just going to say. Yes. That is the other thing that's super important yeah. in this industry and in this topic. It's like, not only could we be having a bad, bad day, but what you said about clients having a bad day, it's like, I am, I am a re- room reader to the max. Yeah, I know. I can look at someone and understand exactly you what's happening. You are so good at that. Watch oh, out, gosh. people. <laughs> I can I can tell you a mile away what's I'm going on. I'm good at it, situation. but you are on another level really good at that. <laughs> yeah, so so I'm already assessing the situation and I think I I navigate the the conversation 
mm-hmm. appropriately in that Based way. Of that. And also give them an opportunity to either talk about it or not, you know, just by mm-hmm. saying like something simple, like, so how was your day or something like that? And just like, if they're like, it was terrible. I'm like, I absolutely understand. If you want to talk about it, let me know, but mm-hmm. we can talk about something else or even sit here in silence if you want. And how many times they have taken me up on the ability to sit in silence is actually mm-hmm. incredible. And then, you know, and vice versa when they've said, actually, let me just tell you what happened. Yeah. Um, some of them are ready. They need to, like ready. you said, they need to have that one unbiased person just to vent to. Absolutely. A hundred percent. sure. So this is actually reminding me, um, this was, I mean, we're recording this, we're recording this after Thanksgiving, obviously, but, um, this happened right after Thanksgiving. So like we had Thanksgiving and then I went back to work that next week and it was, let's just say that time. Mm hmm right? For a woman. And I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it. It was going to be my first day back to work since having, I took a nice break for Thanksgiving. And um, it's reminding me that I am laying in bed in the morning. I am talking to my husband and I'm just like having a little toddler temper tantrum about going into work. And I'm saying to him, I don't even know if I can handle being like, hi, how was your Thanksgiving? Oh my gosh, did you, did you cook anything? What did you bring? I'm like, I can't even go in and do that today. I can't go in and be that happy peppy. Oh my gosh. Hey, how yeah. are you? How was Thanksgiving? I couldn't do it. And so he was just laughing at me. He's like, oh my gosh. I'm like, that's just how I feel though. Like uh-huh. when you're a hairstylist and you're not feeling your hundred percent self, that's what I think about. I have to go in and greet all these people like I'm ready and excited and yeah, like cool girl, Abby, let's do some hair. I was not feeling like cool girl, Abby. I wanted to lay in bed and watch movies, Abby. How'd you rally, Abby? How did I rally? Well, just like what you said at the beginning, once you start working, it just kind of comes together. Yes. And so Mm -hmm. there are mornings where I will start out quiet. And guess what? My client is probably quiet too. So I was kind of getting in my head a little bit about it, thinking everyone was going to be like, woohoo. No, nobody was. It was post No, none of them wanted to be doing anything at all anyways. No. And they're like, dang it, I have a hair appointment. (laughs) You know, like nobody even want to come into their hair appointment and neither did I. But, you know, I'm not going to say that to my client. Oh, I didn't want to be here today. Oh my gosh. I can't tell you how many times I've heard a hairstylist say that to the client. Have you heard? What? Yes. In my all my years in different salons. Yes. You, they uh, said that they don't want to be there? I, oh, I've heard. This isn't, this isn't just one stylist. This is multiple different stylists. This is, hey, how are you doing today? The client asking the stylist, oh, I'm okay. I'm just so tired. I just did not want to get out of bed today. <laughs> don't say that. Yeah. Don't say that. Also, don't say... Oh my gosh, you are my last client. I cannot wait to get out of here today and just go lay on the couch. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yep. I see what you're saying. I might have said that once or twice in my life. Not exactly maybe like that. <laughs> um, but I, I would imagine say, if you're getting your hair done oh, or a service and the your provider is saying that to you, you're like, now you feel like so bad. You feel guilty. You're like, I'm so sorry. You know what? Don't even curl my hair. Don't yeah. even straighten it. No, Do you notice? Think about this all of us hairstyles can probably think about the very last client that we're doing of the day. They probably get a sense that they're the last client mm-hmm. and they're probably like, so do you have anybody else after me? Why are they asking that question? 
Yeah. It's because they want you to get out of there earlier. And honestly, they feel bad. Right. So I have said, I, I said, I've maybe said that once or like twice in my life. I, I probably have. But to be fair, you know, I remember a, a guy I used to work with at my old salon. I would take clients until like 10 p.m. Oh, gosh. And he'd be like, how in the world? Well, then world, you're allowed to say that. <laughs> how in the world do you do that? And like, you know, you're not giving the eight o'clock client the same thing that you're giving the 10 a.m. client. I love and I that. was like, absolutely not right. That's not true. In fact, like, I start to really get in my groove oh, you towards do. the end of the day. Yes. Interesting. Okay. But, so I am really good about like to that very last person to the very end of that yes. appointment. And even You're if they're in. like, oh, don't worry. You don't have to curl my hair. I'm like, no, I'd love to curl your hair. Can yes. you wear it tomorrow if I do? Like, yeah, it always looks so pretty when I curl your hair. So it's, you know, about, you know, you can recognize what they're doing, that they're trying to get you out of there early yes. and they feel bad and they want you to go home. And I've had so many people be like, oh, I felt so bad taking that eight o'clock appointment. And I'm like, honey, if you didn't take that eight o'clock, yes. someone else was. So That's like what you say, it yes. doesn't I'm matter. Here no, matter here what. no matter what. And, yes. and they're like, oh, that makes me feel so much better. I'm like, never feel bad about taking that appointment because that's what it's there for. No, so you don't want them to double to overthink that and then not book with you. No, exactly. Exactly. It's all about making them feel like feel comfortable. So I think the overall general umbrella of this topic is that, you know, before you focus on yourself and before you focus on your day and what's happening, it's really, like we said, building that relationship with people, understanding your clients. Yes, it's great to put things aside, but you are going to have these human moments. And when you do, handle them professionally. And you'll know the clients who are willing and able to talk to you about what's going on in your life. And I wouldn't just go in full send 110% and tell them everything that's happening. But it is also okay to just say hey, I had a rough day. I'm going to give you all that I've got and it's still going to be great. And thanks for being in my chair. And you know what? They might want to chat chat about it and they might be having a bad day too. But giving ourselves the ability to be human, I think is one of the most powerful things that we can do as a hairstylist. 